Good morning, folks. <clears throat> David Bozell for America, your conductor. Welcome to Pride Month. It's June when all of social media is taken over by corporate America and your armed services bragging about how inclusive they are with regards to gender issues, etc. Let's get into it. I mean, this is why I got a hankering for some village people, maybe. Yeah. I mean, we've got the Marines posting pictures of their combat hair helmets <laughs> not holding bullets, mind you. No, we're holding rainbow crayons. Yeah. In the Navy. Yeah. Rainbow crayons. Yeah. Yeah. Then the Air Force. Let's not leave them out. They wanted to put together a drag queen story time hour for the children of servicemen and women in the, in the Air Force. Yeah. Yeah. We are the village people. All right. One of these days we'll get back to why our armed services were, were created. Now, look, I could feel the frustration. Get out of here, village people. Um, I could feel the frustration. I mean, yeah, the the, mil the Marines went viral for all the wrong reasons. They put together this picture of the military helmet holding rainbow crayons. Uh, and the Air Force has got this drag team story hour reading time thing going on. But they ended up having to cancel that uh, because Marco Rubio got, got wind of it uh, and, and put a stop to it. Um, this was at Rheimstein Air Force Base, and uh, they've pulled it. Where is that? National Review, that they had the story. After a letter from Rubio, U.S. Air Force Base cancels drag team story time. <laughs> Last week, Senator Marco Rubio sent a letter to the Rammstein Air Force Base in Germany, objecting to the Air Force Library's plan to host a drag queen story time event for young children of service members. This Thursday, Rubio, good on Rubio. First good thing he's done in a while. I urge you to, to immediately cancel this politically divisive event and take appropriate disciplinary action against all involved in allowing this gross abusive taxpayer funding to place children in a sexualized environment. Okay, that gets me to the larger point. Okay, he, he took the magic words right out of my mouth. The gross abuse of taxpayer funding. Now, this stuff, we can complain about military leadership. We can complain about the administration. We can complain about left-wingers in Washington, uh, uh, you know, perhaps even sort of making the military do these sorts of things. We can complain about left-wing operations threatening to uh, claim that the military is not inclusive and not um, supportive of LGBT um, rights and events, et cetera, et cetera. We can complain about all those things, and those would be legitimate complaints. Now, how do you fix it? Um, 
in 2012, going that far back. So now we're about 10 years ago. About 10 years ago. The National Guard, uh, the U.S. Army, the Navy, and, yeah, and the Air Force. Um, well, actually, going far back, but the, the latest were in all four were involved in the sport of NASCAR was 2008. Um, Dale Jr. Um, subsequently was uh, the lead sponsor car for National Guard. Mark Martin had the U.S. Army uh, on his car in NASCAR. Bill Elliott, Chase Elliott's father, was sponsored by the Air Force. And even uh, Dale Jr.'s uh, Xfinity team, which is kind of like the minor league series of NASCAR, back then it was known as Nationwide for Nationwide Insurance, they were sponsored by the Navy. Okay? But National Guard was the lead sponsor of Jr.'s team. Democrats in the House back in 2012, um, actually 2011 and 2012, had three different votes to end military sponsorships of sports teams. Uh, each vote was closer than, than, than the next. They, they all ended up failing, but the third one was quite close. A number of Republicans jumped on board. Now, why would a number of Repu- Republicans want to stop the military for advertising on a NASCAR team. Well, first and foremost, it was expensive. It was eye-popping. Um, in total, again, this is according to Business Insider back in 2012, over the number of years that they had sponsored Dale Jr., um, they it, that total price tag was about $136 million. And that sounds like a lot, and it, and it is a lot. Um, now, in fairness to Jr., um, I'm gonna even. I'll, I'll bet money that that was he, that was at a discount because he was pro military, and because uh, he probably could have at that particular time, Junior could have commanded any price that he wanted from from corporate America. Uh, plus, he had all sorts of other sponsors from for for different things because you know he was Dale Junior. So um, so it's not Dale Junior's fault. The Republicans, some of them anyway, namely Jack Kingston, who was the ranking, who was a uh, on House Appropriations Committee at the time, jumped on board with the Democrats, and a number of others did as well. But Jack Kingston kind of led, led, led this charge. He was a former member of Congress from Georgia, and he get, he got real granular. And he and the Democrats and a, and a few other Republicans started sort of poking at the military, like, okay, well, what kind of ROI are you getting out of all of these sponsorships of all these cars, namely Junior? And the numbers weren't good. Um, there didn't, there wasn't a, a ton of increased enrollment in the National Guard. Uh, one article here suggested that. Um, they only added in, two, in fiscal year 2009 the National Guard spent $27.35 million sponsoring Earnhardt alone but only added 343 guardsmen according to USA Today at a cost of nearly $80,000 per new hire okay that's a doesn't sound like a really good investment okay so NASCAR couldn't prove that Investing in sport 
worked for that particular purpose. Okay. That's NASCAR's problem. NASCAR's got to be able to prove that ROI. Um, maybe they tried, and but maybe the Democrats and some of these Republicans didn't buy into it or, or they looked at different metrics. Who knows? But the, vo- the votes started being taken to end military sponsorships of pro sports. And the votes got closer and closer and closer. And the closer it got, the more Republicans joined in. And the writing was kind of on the wall. The die had been cast. And eventually, National Guard and the U.S. Army and the Navy all pull out of NASCAR, of the sport of NASCAR. And they don't do a ton of sports sponsorship, um, even though um, I, th- I believe that the, I'd have to triple check on that, but I believe they're still allowed to um, if they can prove it. But that's how granular, granular these members of Congress got. Uh, they decided to pick that fight. Uh, with regards to military spending. And they decided to look deep into the possible ROI of what the military was getting out of uh, these sponsorships. Was it a good investment of taxpayer resources? It is what Congress is supposed to do. It is their chief charge, right? They're supposed to be good stewards of taxpayer resources. Which brings me to yesterday somebody in the military paid somebody a good chunk of change maybe not nascar money but a good chunk of change to market the marines in that way to put together that social media that stuff does just just doesn't happen in a vacuum nobody did that for free Okay, somebody paid a marketing agency or um, a, a content creator to come up with the crayons in the Marine's helmet. Somebody took resources to advertise for the Air Force's drag queen story time hour. Taxpayer resources, our money. Somebody did that. And Rubio hits the nail on the head. It's a gross abuse. Just quote him one more time. It's a gross abuse of taxpayer funding. Okay. The next Congress, presumably Republicans in charge. Okay. Again, we can blame all these other ancillary figures. Military leadership. Political leadership. We can blame all those guys. But the 2012 NASCAR fight is a good illustration of what can be done. Military pulled out of these NASCAR sponsorships. They, didn't, they, they were not proving the return on investment. And even though the votes failed to forbid them from doing so, the writing was on the wall. Republicans in the next Congress need to get as granular as that. I mean, we're talking, I mean, $136 million just for just for Dale Jr. is chump change compared to the types of figures that we're dealing with now. It's chump change. So Republicans in Congress need to get busy, and this is where we come in. Whoever your representation is out there, you need to demand that they get granular 
with what the executive branch is doing and what these agencies are doing with our money. And now, you, the way you sort of sidestep, if you will, I know what, the, I know what Republicans are going to get scared of. They're going to get scared that they're going to get called homophobic and, and they're not being, uh, um, you know, basically homophobic. This is what they're going to get charged with. The way, you, the way you eliminate all that is you go right at the heart of the matter. You prove, just like they did with NASCAR, prove to us that we're getting the ROI out of this. Prove to the United States taxpayer that you're, you're improving recruitment. Prove to the United States taxpayer that you're improving effectiveness with these types of programs, with this type of marketing. Again, the Marines paid somebody to do this, to slap that together. And who knows how long this campaign might, end, might go on? The crayon campaign. Let's call it the crayon campaign. Who knows? Who knows how long that might go on? Who, who knows what the budget is for that? But I, you know, they're... they're, they're these members of Congress, what their, their default is, oh, gosh, I'm so busy. I just can't. I, uh, it's so big. I can't deal with that. I wouldn't even know where to look. Well, a number of them got, got super granular with this NASCAR funding stuff and basically put it to a halt. And perhaps they were right to do so. Not, ar- not arguing with the results. Perhaps at the end of the day, it, those sponsorships did not help recruitment. But that's the tact they need to take here. Why are we spending taxpayer resources slapping rainbow crayons on military helmets? Or funding marketing material for drag team story hours? And what else is in these budgets? They need to get that kind of granular. And then they need to slap bills together and say, nope, we're not going to do that. Okay? We're just not going to, that's not going to be included. in. It's not what taxpayers have signed up for. It's not what taxpayers want. And frankly, you can't prove to the taxpayer that it's working. That's, That's the Republicans' chief charge in the next Congress. Period, end of story. They've got to get granular with our resources. Because A, we don't have the money anyway. All right, unless we print it, which we're, we're, we do a hell of a good job doing that. But B, it's their chief constitutional responsibility to be a steward of our resources. Okay, otherwise, you're just, you're just, we're just going to be the village people. Yeah, crayons, rainbows, yeah. I mean, we used to sponsor 700 horsepower race cars. You know, that was, that was Americana. Now we're doing drag team story hours. Okay, Congress, don't let the military become the village people. That's not what the taxpayer re- taxpayers want. And I will guarantee you that the military cannot prove that it improves recruitment or effectiveness. All right, village people, play us out.